It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 76. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. 76, the spirit of America. 76ers. That's, yeah. That's some kind of sports team. I, I know only that. know that because we were in Philadelphia and yeah. they told us that. We had to go to Philadelphia to get to Atlantic City. Yes. For your Ironman competition. Yelp. It makes it sound like I actually competed. <laughs> <laughs> I just participated. Sorry, I, I'm still. You. you Started the recording quickly on me. You surprised me. You were I like, thought we were done. You were like, okay, and all of a sudden we're recording, <laughs> and I'm still <laughs> picking nutter butters out of my teeth. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> so if I sound a little nuttier than usual, <laughs> it's gonna take more than a nutter now, butter. <laughs> now you know why. Oh goodness! Yeah. So, uh, what pray tell is in store for people this week? We've got some instructor news. We're going to talk about some Instagram activity where Peloton employees have been hacked. Uh, we have some group news about the Feel Good family. With, that's Alex Toussaint's group. Like okay. It's his fan club, if you will. Uh, we have some past guest news. We're going to talk about some tread-related activity and from our undercover operative. Ooh. And uh, then there is a ton of topics to talk about with Peloton in the news. Lots of quick hits. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and do we have another competitor for Peloton? Another one? Mm-hmm. And Goodness. of course, our amazing interview with Jen Ely. Awesome. Well, before we get to that, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes where you can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review. Yay! This is from B. Young Sue. Okay. I think I'm saying that right. B. Young Sue. It could be because it's like B, capital B, and then Y O U N G, and then capital S O O. Okay, yeah. So, we'll go with that. Okay. Can't believe it took me this long to find this, is the <laughs> headline. Love this podcast. A great way to secretly obsess over everything Peloton related. Very easy to listen to and chock full of interesting content. You guys are hilarious. Go, Susie, go. Well, Susie, I love your leaderboard name, first of all. And thank you for the review, which is should have been first of all. But why is it a secret obsession? It's Peloton. You should embrace it. You should just love the shit out of your Peloton and you just tell everybody. That's what I do. Maybe the secret obsession is is with the clip out, oh. which I get why you'd keep okay, that secret. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see, where, I see where you're going there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you would like to leave a review, we would love to read it. So just go to iTunes and uh, get to typing. You know, speaking of iTunes, there's been some activity. Yes, there is a brand new way to get the clip out. There we is. are now, brace yourselves, we are now... On Spotify, that's right. You can you can get the clip out on Spotify. So we're just making it easier and easier for you. So feel free to run over there. You can follow a show on Spotify too, or a band, or an artist, or whatnot. So uh, yeah, and for all of you going, yeah, big deal. Okay, it is actually a huge deal. You have to be invited, invited. to be on Spotify. Like it so. is not an easy achievement. Now we kind of invited ourselves. We might have begged until it happened, but. But they did it. Yes, that's, that's what matters. That's what all, <laughs> the end. That's all that counts. We're on Spotify, Woo-hoo! and we're never going to talk about this part of it again. <laughs> Just we're on Spotify. Well, and there's another thing too. We've had lots of activity. Uh, we we're seeing we're so seeing our numbers change. We can track. Where you're listening Not like in an NSA kind of way yeah. But we know like geographical regions And we've seen an uptick In uh, in British Listeners Yeah Just so, super exciting So hello British uh, Hang on hang on Hello <laughs> I love your British accent British listeners They probably don't They probably don't they just, They've immediately stopped listening <laughs> They're like oh jeez One of these <laughs> 
Also, I don't know what province or whatever you did know. there either. I think I might have been Cockney. Yeah, they don't I'm like... Not... I mean, isn't that kind of like sometimes people kind of look down... So, like, if we have some, like, uppity listeners, they might live... Now they're looking down on you, Tom. That, that's true. <laughs> it's like My Fair Lady. Yeah. Take, te- take me in. Teach me how to talk right. <laughs> take us to London. Yes, yes. you may. <laughs> so, uh, so hello to our British listeners. Feel yeah, free hi. to... Feel free to drop us a line. Yes. I want to hear all about what the Peloton is like in London. I want to know about the store. Well, first off, you have to ride your Peloton on the left side of the road (laughs) in London. I want to know how you got it, how you heard about it, how you found the clip out. I want to know all of these things. So... I somebody in in the UK reach out to me. Also, when they drink their water, there's no fluoride in it. <laughs> These are all things that good to know that they have to contend with over there. It's a on whole another on the other side of the pond. That's what they say. Oh, so hey, they gave us the Beatles, Davy Jones, and Doctor Who, and Monty I, Python. I. Legit love Doctor Who yeah. If we ever go to London We're like going to everywhere That Doctor Who has filmed You're going to stop in every telephone booth I am Looking for David Tennant Yeah I would do that Oh I, <laughs> Somebody got a little dreamy eyed <laughs> Oh David Tennant <laughs> Yeah See not all the giggles are for me <laughs> See Oh dear <laughs> So anyway If you're from Britain UK and I'll just be very clear if we live in America we don't know the difference yeah I know it's like it's a collection of other th- I don't know it's, <laughs> they've tried to explain it to me and I just glaze over but so I know that they're not the same but I will never understand how or why yeah so sorry we're, we're gonna call it the United Kingdom yeah and then we feel like we have all of you lumped in that kind of encompasses everyone yeah we hope that's right if not feel free yeah drop us a line about that too but I think there's one thing UK listeners that I might have just upset uh, that we can both agree on, you know, screw the French. <laughs> no, no, no. You're I'm not ch- doing the show in French. <laughs> you don't have to change the show for everywhere that we that we. Well, I'm, I'm part saying, of Peloton. That's in I'm, my head. I am, I'm just saying know? that, like, I don't have to worry about upsetting the French because they're not going to listen because <laughs> we're doing it in English. So we're okay. And while we're shamelessly plugging, also, uh, don't forget, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out. Uh, you can also join the clip out group while you're there. Lots of people doing that this week. We we let people know that uh, that we will be interviewing JV coming up. Yes, JV the, Nava. Woo-hoo! The, uh, the overlord of the OPP. <laughs> and so she's an OOPP overlord. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway. I'm, I'm afraid where you're going. I know that. it wasn't anywhere weird. <laughs> I was just trying to make an acronym and I failed. So, uh, uh, so if you have a question that you want her to answer, get on, get yourself to uh, to the clipout group. Not the page, but the group. There's a thread on there where you can leave a question, and uh, maybe we will ask her that question. Yes, the thread is open right now. It's marked as an announcement on the Clipout group, so you can easily find it. Now, I will tell you, I I do have to send those over to Peloton, those questions. So so if you get weird, they might shoot it down. Well, and I only can you keep it open to, like, let's say Sunday at the end of the day. So, so hopefully 10- that's why you have to listen to this show as soon as we post it every week so you can be on top of things. So, uh, so anyway, uh, I guess that's all of our shameless plugs. Uh, let's dig in, shall we? Yes. It's time for news of the Peloton. So before we get too deep into things, we should probably acknowledge that an instructor has gotten married. Yes. Yes. Hannah Marie Corbin got married. Uh, it was kind of cool because she announced it on Instagram and very DL. Like there was there was no like, I am getting married. Right. I mean, people knew that she was getting married because she had posted about getting her dress. But like... People thought she was just getting her dress. They didn't know that she was like getting like, married the next day. Gotcha. And so, so she was just like, "We're married. Thanks." <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. And uh, it was just really sweet. She posted a really nice picture uh, of the ceremony, and it was a very pretty picture. And uh, she said that when she gets everything kind of more settled, then she will be sharing more pictures from the ceremony. So oh, awesome. I am looking forward to seeing that. Congrats to. Hannah Marie Corbin. Congratulations. And if you're interested, she is, of course, registered at the store at theclipout.com. 
So you can swing on by there, buy her a clip-out hat or a clip-out T-shirt. I'm sure she would really appreciate it. That's that. all she asked for. Yep. It was just clip-out merchandise. Yeah, she she didn't even bother to like, you're not going to see anything on the website because she was just like... She was very low-key about and it. And she was just like, I want one of everything. Yeah. So there was really no point in like selecting What's the point? Right. Yeah, right. what is the point? <laughs> and actually, I mean, she said she wanted four or five of everything. <laughs> she's nice, but a little greedy. Like, she's like, you know how brides get? Like, it's just like... Rrr, so. Too funny. Too funny. Obviously, we're joking, just to be clear. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, into the proper events of the week. Okay. Not that her wedding wasn't proper, but you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. The more traditional news. Correct. Are Peloton employees being targeted by hackers? I think it's a fair question because so you might remember a couple of weeks ago, well, it's probably been about a month, uh, Allie Love was, was a. Her account was hacked on Instagram. She was able to get it back. She was able to get it reinstated. And I read this week that Bex Gentry, one of our brand new tread instructors and country singer, recently inducted into the Grand Old Opry. <laughs> so anyway, Bex, uh, she also was hacked this week. And so that's weird enough, right? Right. But then I see this message from our beloved DJ John Michael, and he's like, Okay, if you get a message from me on Instagram, it's not me. Apparently, he had an impersonator account started. And they were going around. This person was going around pretending to be DJ John Michael and in messaging them and saying he had started this new account because uh, he wanted to be closer to his fans and like talk to them directly. And uh, so craziness ensued. He did get that account taken down. I haven't heard an update on Bex Gentry, so I don't know of her account. But I think it's kind of weird. Three within like six week time period? I feel like Flywheel is involved. I know. I think we need to investigate. Hmm. We need Hmm. a full investigation. Profit. Peloton Profit. I call on thee (laughs) to do some investigating. Hmm. Hmm. This is like a Scooby-Doo episode. (laughs) We're going to rip off Flywheel's mask. (laughs) Their soul cycle. <laughs> then we're going to rip off soul cycles mask. Mm-hmm. Bowflex. <laughs> Nordic track. Yeah. Then we're going to rip off Nordic tracks mask. Richard Simmons. <laughs> I hope he's doing well. <laughs> Was he ever? Um, then we're going to rip off Richard Simmons mask. Oh my God. Dumb. <laughs> Jack LaLanne. <laughs> And I'm out of fitness people. It should you you should mention the very first fitness instructor is what you, the very very first person who did spin. Who's that guy that they all talk about? They would like uh, May talked about, and there was another person that talked about out in L.A. that they trained with him. Uh, when they talk about exercise, I tune out. He's just gone. Yeah, it was in L.A. I know somebody right now is saying it. Yeah, they're, they're screaming like, it at their I'm, iPod. I'm sorry, I should have just looked it up, but yeah, I didn't. <laughs> just deal. Yeah, moving on. So the Feel Good Fam group had a challenge. They did. And it sounds like it went well. It went amazingly well. I just, I felt like I needed to give props to them because they were in, they they basically wanted to kind of honor Alex. He was in Haiti and um, while he was there, they thought, how cool would it be if like we got in groups of four, okay, and then like rode in the month of September to hit 1500 miles so the distance between haiti and new york like how far he was away okay. from them and um the trick was not only were they going to do it in teams of four but they also could only do alex rides okay because he was on vacation sure. so it was like kind of you know celebrate that so there were 19 different teams uh th- that finished this entire 1500 miles between the four of them and there were over 96 people that com- that got 375 miles by themselves wow that's crazy and of course they uh the, you know there were prizes involved because the feel good fam they know how to party gotcha. so there were there were prizes involved for like a single rider and for the the teams of four but i just thought number one what a creative challenge yeah so it was props to the admin team for that because that's hard to keep coming up with new cool stuff and also that's a great way to increase your mileage for the month and Absolutely. have a focus good teamwork guys and it gets his stats up even when he's out on vacation yeah on his on his on-demand rides yeah so i mean the staff area doesn't go back and look at like 
from like months ago sure. when the stat fairy looks at it it's like from one month to the next boom you're done right but um if the stat fairy were to go back and look at all of alex's ride i bet we'd see a big old jump yeah so that's pretty dang cool and while we're talking about groups ali love chimed in on her group the love squad Yes. To kind of address some of the stuff we talked about last week with how Peloton has adjusted how instructors can communicate. Yeah. Basically, she just reiterated to the group. Um, I'm not going to read it because it's a pretty long post, but basically she's there. She's going to remain in the group um, and, you know, you can still talk to her on her Peloton page about Peloton. So really, the message didn't change other than, you know, just to remind people that she's there. She didn't leave that group. That's about it. Awesome. I will try to link to it if I can find the post again. I only took a screenshot of it whenever I was like, oh, I want to make a mental note to talk about this on the show. Gotcha. Um, but if I can go back and find it, then I will link to it on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash the clip out. And past guest news, some pretty cool stuff with Robin Jenkin. Yeah, very, very cool. I know I, we had heard about this a long time ago that she was filming it, but I didn't know all the details. So if you guys have not heard, she is one of the uh, women that are going to be featured in ABC's 24th year TV special, which I was surprised they'd been doing this for 24 years, all about breast cancer awareness. So it will be airing on October 6th at 7.30 p.m. again on ABC. And uh, you need to tune in. You got to support our, our Peloton, our Peloton people. Absolutely. And if... um. When I get the link, like it's up, I will definitely post that on Facebook.com slash the clip out so that everybody can can see. So if you get a chance, reach out to Robin and tell her congrats for being on, being featured, but also for kicking cancer's ass. Absolutely. So people have been getting their treads for a little while now. They have. Not everyone, of course. I mean, you didn't have to bring it up, but yeah, I still don't have my tread. But it is the fall. <laughs> but the fall has not ended yet. Yep. But you don't have one. Correct But some of the people Who did get a tread <laughs> There is a follow-up survey And we won't bore you With every question On the follow-up survey Like how's your fall going <laughs> But uh, there were some Interesting uh, inter- A couple interesting Questions on there Yeah there were I think the one That I found the most Interesting was Them asking uh, Basically do you feel Like you're using Your bike less yeah, I find that super fascinating. And and I find it fascinating because I feel like I can weigh in even though I don't have a tread. Because when I was training and run, doing all that running, I couldn't ride the bike as much. Like, I right. missed my bike. How many times did you hear me say that? <laughs> a lot. Now, but I wonder, though, if you weren't training for a marathon. That's fair. If, if you would have increased... If you weren't training for a marathon, would you have done both kind of equal? Because you were training, like, when you did have to run, you had to run a lot. So just from a time standpoint, it was hard to fit in. Right, right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I I feel like that's a good question. And uh, maybe someday I'll get to, someday in the fall, late fall, early winter, yeah. I'll uh, I'll get to... Experiment with that And just to clarify It's a half marathon I don't want people out there Thinking I ran 26 miles Because I didn't (laughs) (laughs) To me they're all marathons (laughs) Getting in my car in the morning Marathon Marathon. (laughs) I want a medal (laughs) I I also would love to know What uh, the overlap is For tread slash bike owners Like when they ask that question It almost implies That very few people well, the people they sent this, the survey, it would all they all are bike owners because you had to have a bike to get on the pre-order list. Oh, okay. So like that very first hour, like that was only directed toward people who already had a bike. So this particular survey, that does make sense okay, in that context. Gotcha. So 100% overlap. <laughs> That's a very simple Venn diagram. <laughs> and the other question that I thought was interesting was them uh, just I don't know why but the, just them wanting to know how do you listen to it are you using headphones or are you using the soundbar yeah and I've heard um, I've heard this from the undercover operative who we also got these questions from that um, it's the soundbar from the tread is amazing compared to the bike now the bike the speakers are on the back of the tablet so they face away from you which gotcha. I Never understood but just assumed there was a good reason They needed to do that and it's Not like that on the tread the speakers are right on The front and they're facing you and apparently They're much larger 
So it's apparently like night and day difference with the sound. So I guess they want to know, was it worth it? Like, that's how I hear that question. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I'm sure if people are like, no, I'm still using my headphones. It's something that they don't have to invest as much money in. And maybe they can bring the price point down yeah. or make it some sort of option even. Yeah. To where it's like, you know, it's another 200 bucks with the sound bar or whatever. I'm making up numbers. Right, right, right. Just right. to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's a very fair point. And uh, I think that was a good observation, Tom. And also, uh, the the best question was just them asking them on a scale of ten to ten, how much do you like the clip out? I thought that was nice for the, of them to include that question. <laughs> Looking forward to that data. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And there was also a link on there to go to the store and buy merchandise. So, I mean, <laughs> well, that part I like, I thought was a bit of an overreach. <laughs> Right. Nobody bets a thousand. <laughs> I thought since we were making stuff up, I'd just go for it. <laughs> all sorts of Peloton news this week, like in the news. Yeah, it was all over the place. I, I just, I really like this because it's just a little, you know, those little lists that you get like at Christmas times, like here's all the things you need to know for the holiday buying. I always say Christmas because I celebrate Christmas, but I realize lots of other people don't. Sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, it was on Good Morning America's list of apps that you need to stay fit for fall. Now, first of all, just a side note, I find that interesting because I actually am better at exercise all the months of the year except for the summer. Like the rest of the year, I can stay on top of my exercise. It gets hot outside. I want a beer and I want a barbecue and, and exercise is not as exciting to me at that point. So I think it's funny that they even need fitness apps to stay fit in the fall. But regardless, Peloton Digital Right there at the top of the list So that's really cool Awesome There was also a nice write-up in the Hartford Business Journal Yes Because there's a store opening in Connecticut Yep, the very, very first one And I believe this is where our cheer fairy lives And uh, I, because I've seen her be very excited about a new store opening And the timing just makes me think that is her (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, the very first one in Connecticut is now open West Farms I'm jelly so the Tates and the Campbells can now get Peloton. Well, the Tates can. The Campbells were more working class. They probably wouldn't run right out. What are we talking about? The television show Soap. Oh, yeah. These are the Tates, and these are the Campbells. I do remember you making me watch that one time. Yeah, I do. and then we yeah. kind of fell out, but yeah. it's oh, such a good show. It had like one season, right? No, three. Three, okay. Yeah. And it's really old, people. Really old. It's from like 77. Really? I was seven. I wasn't born. That's enough out of you. <laughs> I Somebody posted about that show the other day yeah. on Twitter, and he's the same age as I am, and he was like, this show came out in 1977, and I was just like, oh my God, I was watching that show when I was seven? <laughs> like, What is wrong with my parents? My parents in were horrible. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have been watching soap when I was seven. Yeah, but you probably didn't get anything about what was going on. Do you think? <laughs> or does it explain a whole lot? Okay, well, actually, you make a really good point. <laughs> yeah, never mind. And uh, one more Peloton uh, news item from GQ. Yeah, I thought this was really cool because uh, Peloton is is in the UK version of GQ, and it's like, you need a Peloton. Like That's literally what the article's called. You need a Peloton. And their big thing is like, it's David Beckham's bike. And I mean, everybody loves David Beckham. We love him here in the United States, and we don't see him nearly as often as they do. So, Yeah, you know you're a big soccer star when people in America know you. <laughs> so we don't know anything about soccer. We know so little about soccer, we call it soccer. <laughs> That was a joke just for our British listeners. You're welcome. <laughs> Makes up for all the fluoride stuff I did in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> they stopped listening. Yeah, Tom. they bailed. You got to stick it out. <laughs> for the two of you that are left, go tell the others. <laughs> those cute little voices you have. <laughs> and yet another usurper of the Peloton throne yeah, enters the ring. I have mixed feelings about this. There's so much to unpack here. So, number one, this guy, Eric Villainy, uh, sounds like a villain. I know. Well, I, I, well, of course it does. It's <laughs> literally his name. Um, okay, so he has invented his third bike because his first bike 
was the Peloton. Like he designed, he was on the design team. Right. I don't know how much he had to do with it, just to be clear. Right. But he credits it. He gets credited with it. And he also, um, in 2015, like he called it the best, like the bet- best fitness bike ever. Like he put it out there himself. Right. He said that. Um, and then he did another one for Soul Cycle. Boom. Mm. Yeah, Eric. So then, um, got to eat. How many? How many bike designing jobs are there? Well, you know, actually, he, he his company is called VDG, and he took it over from his family. They used to do all this like a uh, kind of design of like homes and things like that. But he has since, like, as he's taken over, he has gone in another direction. He's doing, he's still doing that traditional stuff, but he's also doing product design. Gotcha. And so, um, that's he designed the Peloton outside of this company. But now that he's doing this company, they have started doing product design, and so now. They have designed the third bike, which is going to be produced in Taiwan and will range in price of $1,900 to $2,300, depending on how it's kitted out. I, I don't like that term because it's more of an outdoorsy bike right. term, but you know, what else? And uh, this is the, there are so many interesting parts here. One of the interesting parts is this is going to be available for individual per- purchase from VDG or companies can buy it. And put their own shit on it and license it. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So then that was one thing that made me raise an eyebrow. Another thing that made me raise an eyebrow was, brace yourself, y'all. Made in collaboration with Chicago's Studio 3. Say what? So that's what people thought was going to be the a Midwest Peloton studio for a Correct. while. Correct. Like, apparently, I mean, I don't know the details. I just know that, like, that started to go down that path. The and scuttlebutt then, is... That's right. It was real close to happening. And then it didn't. But a lot of people to this day think that Studio 3, because it has Peloton bikes, is is part of Peloton. And it's not. Right. Confirmed from Peloton themselves, not part of Peloton. But they have a... a, a crap ton of Peloton bikes in they there, They do, right? and they teach their own classes... That are not Peloton on these bikes. It's kind of weird, so actually. So what are the monitors for? I don't think... I don't even know if they have monitors. to that's... be to like, Or maybe they have like screens and it's just a leaderboard internally. Right. Maybe that's what's going okay. on. Because the old bikes at the, at the old studio... The old studio. The studio in New York, you know, they have those smaller... Monitors? Screens. Okay. And they have like the leaderboard of in the room. But okay. you can't see like the leaderboard at home. Gotcha. When you're in the room. It's not like our big screens at yeah. home. I wonder if maybe they, like they're like... Those bikes are getting old. They got to. I, I they, did you know. wonder that. And I also wondered if, you know, maybe it had maybe there was like a certain time frame on that whole plan that they sure. went, you know, and maybe there was some paperwork signed that said they couldn't do anything else for a couple of years or. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I could guess all day. Don't know. But I just found it fascinating. So just like what we have today, there's going to be sensors that are embedded in the bike. So that's not different. But what is different is that it's going to be available via a free iOS app right off the bat. There is no Android, like it, not even like in the realm. They don't want it. It's right. iOS. And it says that it's, it's going to be completely mobile. So it uncouples the hardware from the software to empower the users to interact with content on their own terms. In other words, they don't want a screen associated with it and that they're like going that direction on purpose, which I also found fascinating, especially because the price point isn't all that different. Yeah, I would have thought it would have come in cheaper, but I guess since they don't have the built in revenue stream, they have to make their money off the bike. Fair point. And the only thing I can figure is that they're thinking with Peloton is kind of re-energizing the home fitness market. And that there are going to be people that want a bike but don't want the commitment of the streaming package. And this is a way to get it. But there are a lot of people that complain about, you know, at the same time, if the price is comparable, you might as well buy the Peloton, try it for two years. And then if you don't like it, just go back to using an app. Yeah, that's true. Because then you'd have the Peloton. Because if you do like it, then you can stick with it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. If you don't like it, there's no harm, no foul. Yeah. Although your sensors wouldn't. Well, no, because it would show up on the app, but their bike, so their app wouldn't work with the Peloton because you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be able to get oh, the, you know, the wouldn't sensors fe- wouldn't see, fe- send the data. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But never mind. Yeah. But I see where you're going with it. Um, so the other thing is, is like I said, you can, you can buy it direct or you can buy it from um, one of these other companies or 
a company can buy it rather. So the way that they say it is there's like a standard configuration. It's got a belt drive that's real quiet, but it's highly customizable. So if a company wants a private label product, many details can be made to make it alter its look and performance. So if a company's buying it, they can do whatever they want to it. And if an individual's buying it, there are options that are narrowly focused, like the kind of handlebar you get, colors, and seats. So I thought that was all just super fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's interesting that they're basically inviting other companies to challenge Peloton. Yep. Also, can we talk about the name of the company, VDG? Could you pick something that's less creepy, like STDG? <laughs> well, it's initials. Okay. And it's like, you know, the company's been around, so it's older initials. I don't think they're older than VD. <laughs> okay, that's, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Call me crazy. Yeah, I just meant that people didn't think of things like that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Okay, marketing guy, calm down. Yeah, you should. (laughs) Well, there you go. So that's that. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love, because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away $100 or more on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via Skype phone is Jen Ely. Hey, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hey, Tom. Hey, Crystal. (laughs) That's so rare. Normally it's like, Hi, Crystal. Tom. Yeah. So, I'm- so not only did you got get top billing, I got a delayed. Like, I know. Oh yeah, and Crystal. <laughs> oh, and Crystal there too. Blame it on your connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen, when did you find Peloton? How did this happen for you? It's kind of like when you hurt yourself and you're wearing like a cast, and you did it really stupid, like you stepped off a curb. And you have to come up with a really cool story. Yeah. Sure. I have no idea what made me start my Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you going to make um, something up for us? I am going to make something up. No, I, um, so I think it was a kind of combination of things, right? So I hit a point in my life where a lot of us hit, um, and you get to a certain age and, and sort of children are, are starting to leave home and, 
parents are aging and you kind of look in the mirror and say, yeah, well, what's next for you? And so I don't know what made me think I could do Peloton because I was really not in very good shape at the time and um, I had never taken a spin class. Wow. You went from zero to ever. 60. Yeah, you did. So when yeah. you, when no, you, I, I had never, ever taken a class. And when you say you weren't like in, in the best shape, like what were you doing anything else at the time? Zero. Wow. That's that's how I was. Like I was doing nothing at the time. I had I had been like working on eating less <laughs> Not necessarily even better. Yeah. Just less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit of an embarrassing detail, but when I got the bike, I, I was so not strong that not only could I only do scenic rides, but I couldn't get out of the saddle. Well, I, I totally understand that. I mean, I could get out of the saddle, but I couldn't move my legs very quickly. It, like I had the slowest cadence ever, and it was so frustrating. And yeah. They would be like, oh, yeah, we're going gonna- to... Jen's always, Jen Sherman's always like, oh, let's uh, let's 80 cadence. And I'm like, what? I can't even get past 60, Jennifer. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, we can we can go to Jen Sherman later. Um, I'm I'm thrilled to report that we're now at a point where we talk back to her in the studio. <laughs> so I know that like Crystal, while she wasn't exercising when we got the bike, she had done spin classes and really liked it yeah had you even done that or had or did you just no you just like you saw an ad and you were like screw it i'm in yes and the funny thing is it's so not likely well i i have to say i'm a little mystified by this because you you claim that you don't you're not into technology and this is a pretty big technological I, jump so <laughs> i agree here's the thing i will tell you that i've learned since then, I'm a little bit of a metrics junkie. Okay. So I didn't, I wouldn't suggest that I knew that about myself when I ordered the bike. Um, but since having the bike and being on this journey with running and with riding, I have discovered that the metrics are everything to me. I wonder if maybe you were drawn to that, but didn't realize what exactly about it you were I think drawn you, to. Yeah, I think you might be right. Wow. And it's and it's like, I don't know if you're a person that really watches that leaderboard, but even if you're not, like just seeing where you compared to yesterday, like there's something about that that's so, uh, it, it drives you to do better. It, it totally does. And I'll tell you, it's a unique perspective. Um, and I often think that I should be like a sort of consultant for the bike for one reason. What's that? I ride twice a week from my home bike. And twice a week in the studio. <laughs> so I bet I bet it's so different it's every really, time. It's really, really interesting to see. Like, I will go home after riding in the studio on Sunday. And on Tuesday, I will re-ride the Sunday ride. What? Yeah. And so it's really, well, for two reasons. One, it's a really different perspective of the same ride. Yeah. And two, I like to see what I can do at home versus what I do in the studio. Well, I've only done a few rides in the studio, but I just like watching myself interact with the instructors. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, look, look, I, I didn't send you with the pictures all of the um, segments of shout outs that we have collected over 18 months. Oh, my gosh. I bet there's a ton. There's a ton, and they're cute, and I swear to God, I won't admit this if you ever say it out loud, but... There may be evenings where I replay them. <laughs> you know you just said that on a podcast, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so when when did you get your bike then? Right. So it's been about 18 months now. That's all? Oh my gosh. I feel like yeah. you I feel like you've been a Peloton owner forever. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if that's a compliment or not. That that is definitely a compliment. That means that I feel like I've seen you on the bike longer than I've been on the bike. That's what that means. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. It's it's eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> so so um your daughter rides with you when you go to the studio, right? She does. Every week. Pretty much every week I should say. And her name is Caroline? Correct. And and so how old is she now? So Caroline turned 17 on Friday. Wow. And how did you how yeah. did you convince her to go? I mean, so many I, I none of the kids in this house are interested in anything. They take after me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Crystal, I will tell you that I think it was just a matter of a moment in time, but I feel a little like everything about this bike and this 
experience has been that. Um, uh, when we first got the bike, I was riding from home, and um, that summer she was at a lot of camps. And I would pick her up from camp on a Friday or a Saturday afternoon. And we often found ourselves going through New York City. And so we got into the habit of staying over and riding stand on Sunday. Aww. And then it became a thing. And yeah, it's been really special. I have to I have to say, without getting like overly emotional, we get up early on Sundays. It's really quiet outside. There's no traffic. We get our coffee, drive into the city, hang out with our friends, ride a couple of rides sometimes, home sometimes. Nice. I'm jealous. I like the idea of just being able to, like, ride into the city. Yeah, I know, right? I'll just pop in. Yeah. Well, we do have this, like, kind of running joke because I have a little convertible, and we often have the top down, and so there's no traffic, and we park right in front of the studio, and we have this little joke that, like, the city is ours because there's no one on the street. <laughs> Okay, I I might have just started hating you a little bit. Just a little <laughs> I'm bit. Sorry, <laughs> it is really early on Sunday, if that makes you feel any less hate. Okay, okay. How, how early is really early? So we're up at 5.30. Oof, that is early. And we leave by 7. Oof. You guys get ready for like a lot of time getting ready. Yeah, we do. Especially <laughs> since, since you're just going to go sweat. Yeah, I know, I know. I always have that moment where it's sort of like Caroline says, are you really dying to go to spin class? <laughs> <laughs> but you do always look cute up there, just so you know. Oh, thank you, girl. I get a little bit of grief because um, there might be some makeup involved that early. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you're talking about riding with the top down, heading to the studio. I'm like, after taking a Jen Sherman class, you should probably leave with the top down. <laughs> we do that too. Probably and gets a little on because we're just sore. Probably gets a little funky in that car. A little funky. Top down is good. <laughs> Air it out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so is she planning on going to college locally or is she going to um, go away to college? So she really is Narrowed her search to New York only. Okay. Well, I guess that makes it easy. I was going to ask, like, what is she going to do on these, like, Sunday mornings? Because she's going to want that bike. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of funny, Crystal, because we've had to have these conversations where I have to explain that in no world do you get a $7,000 a month apartment in Midtown as a college student. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's true. <laughs> she's like, Mom, the closer to the studio, the more I can meet you. <laughs> That's good, though. Nice She's try. smart. <laughs> yeah, still no. <laughs> that's good, yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty big chunk of change. Yeah. Yeah, no. So do you have any, like, fun stories to tell about JSS being in the studio? Oh. Um. <sighs> yes, of course. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's been really interesting to watch. You know, when we first started to go to the studio, and it, even though it's a, a really short period of time, I mean, it's only like a year, Sunday mornings used to be um, really chill. Um, not necessarily a studio full of riders. I mean, I think Jen's um, future rides, like the football rides and Yacht Rock and um, the sing-alongs are always full, but the studio was really quiet, and so... It's, this is not a funny story, but it's been interesting to watch it evolve in the studio over the last year. Yeah. What's the biggest change? You know, I mean, um, the biggest change, I think, is that the instructors have become true personalities. Um, people are seeking them out. Um, you know, the studio is very is very exciting. Um but they've had to put some protocols in place where there's security for the instructors now. There are, um, the riders line up after the ride to get their photo taken. And they're all good things. They're just, it's amazing that it happens so quickly. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember it was just like a year between the time, the last time I was at the studio and, 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 you know, this last HRI. And I was shocked when I walked in and it's like, there's this giant, 
huge security dude standing in front of the stage at every ride. It's like, where did he come from? That would be Ramsey. <laughs> He's super nice. <laughs> He's super nice. We have a great time. He's always there on Sunday. He's super nice until he's not. Yeah. Well, that's, that's his job. <laughs> he's super nice until you try to get on the stage with Jen, and then not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so as somebody who's been doing it a long time, going to the studio, like, when somebody takes a picture after the class, are you, like, tourist? No. No. Uh, okay. I will say this to you, and it's the second emotional thing I've said, and you're going to think I'm a total sap, but it's entirely true. One of the greatest things about being a regular studio writer is to watch home riders come to the studio for the first time and meet Jen or meet whatever instructor they come to ride with, it is it is such a gift. They're so excited. They it, it's just so amazing, and the instructors are so authentic with them that you just like you can't help but walk away with a smile on your face. Aww, I hope that lasts forever. I really do. Me. T- All right, so I'll tell you one more thing. Okay. So Jen and I were talking um, a couple of months ago after I ran the first half marathon, and she said, what do you want next? What's next? And I said, the only thing I can say to you is that the one thing I want is that I hope this never gets old. Because it's just, it's sort of everything now. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of becomes like the center of your life and everything else starts to kind of revolve around it. (laughs) You you couldn't be more right. I mean, you know the 8,000 pictures I sent you today. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> oh, wait, I think we lost you. But I and, you know, our friends are coming in. Oh. Can you say that again? Yeah. Um, I said I just feel so grateful because every weekend our friends are coming in, we're meeting new people, and everybody is aligned around this bike in this community. Do you take friends from out of town into the studio? No. <laughs> Do you not want to, or are you hoarding that? I'm to admit it, but no. <laughs> Do you not want to share? <laughs> I don't want to share. <laughs> she's like, I love to see people coming to the studio <laughs> for the. Whole thing is that she's like, I love to see people coming to the studio for the first time, but not people I know. <laughs> <laughs> they can go f themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know where the train is. I will say we have made an exception. Um, so my oldest child is my son Chase, and he is dating a delightful young woman named Jill. Okay. And Jill has been permitted to accompany Caroline and me into the studio. Oh, that's a big deal. That's a big step. Yeah. It's a big, big deal. Wow. Wow. That, how old? She's a little hooked. She, um, I had a proud moment because she texted Chase after the last weekend and said, well, your mom is a badass. <laughs> That's awesome. And she's right. You're like, don't you forget it. <laughs> oh, thank you. So um, you, you said earlier that you did your first uh, half marathon and you're training for the Princeton half right now, right? I am. I'm actually not. I'm talking to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right now you're driving. No, I am. Uh, so <laughs> the half is November fourth. Okay. And so, uh, how did you how did you kind of switch to wanting to try running and like getting involved in a half marathon? How did all that come come about? God, Crystal, you're gonna get tired of hearing me say this, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, and so I do love to run, but for Probably the better part of 15 or 20 years, I was too heavy to run comfortably. Yeah. And not strong enough cardiovascularly or muscularly to run. So um, when I started to get stronger and lighter on the bike, I started to run a little bit again and really rediscovered my love for it. That's wonderful. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. I'm so grateful. And I picked the half in April in a third park uh, down at the boardwalk because it was flat. And I was just kind of like, go and finish it. Understood. And so that was the only goal for that one. And then the Princeton half is obviously local. It's my hometown. 
but it's very, very hilly. So I wanted to really start training early and really take on the hills and see if I could do that. So how does the Princeton half work? Is there like a certain SAT score you have to have? (laughs) (laughs) That's just required to live in town in general, Tom. Okay. Like they only let people with glasses run? How does that work? You have to run while reading the book? We can have a whole other segment on this topic. (laughs) I think he's genuinely curious. Um, I don't wear glasses. um, And I won't indulge my SAT book. (laughs) That's awesome. But you work at Princeton? I do. What do you do? So, um... I direct housing and real estate for Princeton. Wow. Wow. That's a big job. Um, yeah, it's a big job. It, 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 uh, Princeton has a very residential environment about it. They, In addition to housing, um, all of our undergraduate students through all four years, we house most of our, our graduate students, and then we have a very robust um, program for faculty and staff. Wow. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I saw when. Uh, yeah, Chris- it's definitely really interesting. Yeah, when Crystal forwarded me your email, is like Princeton dot edu. <laughs> what? I'm gonna have to pull out my thesaurus for this interview. Yeah, no, I'm kind of like I'm kind of the wild child here. Okay, so a really big important question: Are you getting a tread since you're doing all this running? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I guess I should ask, so, have you already gotten your tread since that seems to be going around right now? Well, no, not that. But I did get the email that it was coming. Ah! Oh, my God. So when I got my bike and Chase left for college, I told him that when he got home for Christmas that his desk would not be in his room anymore because my bike would be there. <laughs> and so when I sent him back this summer, after the summer, I said, um, honey, bad news, you're on the couch from now on because the tread's going where your bed is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm excited. I can't wait. I did the one, I took one tread class um, during HRI. Okay. And that cute little Olivia tried to break me. <laughs> she is adorable. But I ordered it anyway. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be so much easier to train for all that running during the winter. I know. I, I do like outside, um, but there are definitely days where you're happy to have the equipment in the house. Sure. Absolutely. I can't wait. Someday. Someday it's going to make it to the Midwest. It's gonna make it here. I can't wait too. Just so I don't have to listen to you. Just so I don't have to listen to her complain about running when it's raining or cold. (laughs) Not not to actually use it. Self-preservation for Tom. Yes. (laughs) Precisely. And the advantage of the tread is, I think there's a place where you can uh, set your book for when you're training for the Princeton Marathon. (laughs) That's right. So I don't lose any ground. Right. So, um, did you... I feel like I disappointed you on not having funny stories about death. No! No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I'm cracking up we because... We do have a thing that we do. Oh, good. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I get to be her hair judge. <laughs> so, the woman makes me absolutely insane when she tries to teach class with all of her hair down. I know. How does she do that? How? How? Look, Ramsey's going to take me down one day because it's all I can do not to get up on that stage with a hairband. <laughs> but it looks so good. So frequently what happens is, like, sort of between rides, she'll put half of it up. Yeah. And then she'll get back on the bike and say, how's it looking? Does it look all right? <laughs> So if you did get on stage with a hairband, would it be like Winger, Firehouse, <laughs> Cinderella? <laughs> Very good. Crystal is also my hair judge. I'll be like, how's my hair? And she'll be like, 
yeah, you still don't have any. <laughs> right? Same as it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point I actually just have a hairband on my wrist for Jen Sherman because obviously I don't use one. <laughs> yeah, I guess your hair's a little too short. You could put like two little puff balls on the top or something. That'd be a good look. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> you, you're doing great. <laughs> don't don't do what I said. <laughs> Thank you. <for> that. <laughs> so, um, when you were in the tread studio, uh, what did you love about it? What did you not like about it? Um. So, it's a beautiful space. I mean, it's just a beautiful physical space, and um. It was so exciting to see the equipment. Like, I couldn't believe how big it was, and just to be on it was amazing. And and it was interesting to see how they laid out the studio there versus the cycle studio. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would say, it's probably a function of how new it was that day, but it, I don't know. It, the cycle studio for us at this point has, like, this sort of home feeling, you know, like, the lounge always like really relaxed and people are in it and talking to each other and it was a little um, formal or quiet but that may change over time yeah I think it will like once the the tread really starts rolling out there and there's a lot more people on it I think I think that will naturally happen yeah I agree and I mean I think from right and you guys probably know better than I but I think they still have a fairly limited number of classes Right. That is true. Yeah. I think they're probably going to wait until so, it's out. Um, in the cycle studio when, over the summer, I had Caroline, Caroline was taking a, um, an internship in the city. And so twice, two days I brought her in and basically just rode all day in the studio. I bet and, that was awesome. Um, it was interesting because you can see that people like come in, they ride, they talk to their friends, they get a drink, and then they go back to their office or whatever. So there's this whole other culture going on. There is, yeah, and we've tapped into it a little bit. Like we, uh, we interviewed uh, Talia and uh, Talia, uh, and there was who was the other, the guy the that smiley guy, yeah, the smiley guy, Mike, smiling Mike, who like never, oh Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Where so he been? I don't, nobody knows. <laughs> and the lady from Shark Tank, <laughs> yes. does it all the time too. Yeah, Lori Cheek also. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. It's 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 cool to watch. So, um. What is your leaderboard name, and how did you come up with it? Oh, boy. Um, so, my leaderboard name is Little Tiger Mom. <laughs> and it's for a couple of reasons. So, my three children are all um, athletes, and they go to Princeton High School. And Princeton High School is the Little Tiger oh. <laughs> to Princeton University's Tigers. Okay. However... Um, my children have suggested that perhaps it's not only um, appropriate as my leaderboard name for the high school, but that I might have certain tendencies as well. <laughs> like what? Well, and, and so I guess the, the compliment is that I'm not an over-the-top <laughs> tiger mom. I'm just a little tiger mom. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, my dog is barking. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, my dog was just barking at me. Oh, I thought I stepped on what you were going to say, and I was trying to let you go. Sorry. So do you have any advice for people who are just now getting their bike? Mm. Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that people really need to be um, patient with themselves. You know, Jen talked a little bit in a recent ride about um, the perspective of people who are on their first ride during a class while we're celebrating people like Laura P. or Pinky, who has like thousands of rides at this point. And, you know, she was very generous, as she always is, to say, look, they were having their first ride at one point, too. Right. And I... I think that's important to remember because I know even for me, when I first started to ride the live rides, it's intimidating to some degree, right? Because it's a really cool culture and people seem to know each other and people seem very accomplished on the bike. And I would just say, you know, it will come to you too if you want it. 
I think that's really good advice. And I, it's kind of hard to integrate yourself into that, that very close knit community and you, without trying to be over the top, like you have to just find right. your way and find your people. And that doesn't, that doesn't happen overnight. So I think that's really good advice to get. No, I agree with you, Crystal. And you know, the other thing that I think is so remarkable about the community is that personally, I'm not really a joiner and you hear that from people over and over and over again, but there's something about this group that makes people take that step and do it. And I almost never hear people sorry that they did. I agree. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, it's gotta be, it's, it's gotta be really hard for people just starting now because when it first started, it was such a welcoming place and not that it isn't, but that because the OPP has gotten so large and so kind of weird at times, I'm sure there are, you know, there are probably people that run into that brick wall that are just like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, I agree. It's a little bit unfortunate. I, I think it's, Maybe it's a function of growing pains with a rapidly growing young company like Peloton is, but there I, I don't go on OPP, and it's, it's really only because I just don't have the time. Between work and working out and the kids, I don't. I limit it to the JSS page and my friends. Yeah. But there have been one or two like comments on the OPP where I just shudder because I think, it's so unfortunate that if you were somebody contemplating the bike and you read one of those things, would it really turn you off? Yeah, I don't think the OPP is like a place you can live. Like it's a portal. Like you go there and you, I, kind, you kind of mess around for a while and then, and then you start to find the other places, whether it's JSS right. or Power Zones or what have you. Like you, you, you go off into your own little tributary. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Which is funny. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think that sometimes, sometimes I think it's the people who do maybe linger a little too long on the OPP who get caught up in that a little. I agree. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's it's so funny because I, I find myself scrolling through the OPP these days and I'm like, what? Why are we even talking about this? <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you that I, I think it goes back to what Tom was saying too, like about joining now as opposed to a couple of years ago. but daunting. I mean, there are so many people and so many groups. Yeah, it is. I mean, it really is. It's like, I don't, I don't feel any need at this point to like talk to a ton of people there because I am so involved in other groups. But, but if I were just starting, it would be incredibly overwhelming. You wouldn't know where to go. No, I wouldn't. There's also a lot of jargon um, yeah, and, and, and jokes. Yeah, if I don't say this, I'm never going to hear the end of it. But, um, just talking to the Swag Sisters is kind of a full-time job. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of those chats. They and are a prolific group of women. You are not joking. You are not joking. I am not joking. <laughs> <laughs> there are days where I'm in meetings and my phone is buzzing so quickly that it's about to fall off the table. <laughs> and people are like, is everything okay at home? <laughs> yes, that's just the girls. That's just my bike friends. <laughs> that's right. My not real friends. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, yeah, it is. So, I guess uh, before we wrap up, uh, where can people find you on social media if you would like them to find you? Um, so, I am on Facebook and um, on Instagram. Are you Are you Jen Ely on both? I am. Jen Ely. Okay. On both, though. I mean, on Instagram as well. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And um, I'm, I'm easing the sisters into Snapchat. Ooh, <laughs> that's going to be dangerous. Oh, my word. <laughs> Listen to me. It was like a Bitmoji fest on Snapchat last night. <laughs> I, want, I want you guys to take a group Bitmoji photo and send it to me. Eileen Morello, get on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll reach out to her. I can't even imagine what they would say now that they know it won't live forever. <laughs> I, I we do a lot of screenshotting, Tom. Yeah. I'm scared. The gloves are off. <laughs> oh, 
Well, thank you very much for uh, for taking time out of your busy, fancy Princeton schedule to join us. <laughs> yes, it's so fancy. <laughs> hey, when you live in, I went to I went to a place called Umsol. It's the community college of universities. So, and I. I graduated. And here you are. And I graduated when I was forty-five. So oh, it was one class. <laughs> but I still graduated when you I was forty-five. Yourself, that's all. Yeah. That's right. That's right. She so maybe I'll get on the bike when I'm like eighty. I'd still be on the bike. Yeah, Mom. take your time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the first time we've had a timeline. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, you committed it. We're wearing him down, Jen. We're wearing him down. <laughs> I've got, we'll get there, girl. I've got 32 years to go. <laughs> oh, well, thank you again, Jen, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. It was great. <laughs> a lot of fun. Bye-bye. Bye. So I guess that brings us to a close. Uh, wh- who who do you have in store for people next week? The Fred. Hey, I know him. And the Fred's wife. <laughs> Fred and Leslie Walker. Are going to be on next week Well awesome I was in a car with him And in the rain with him That almost sounds romantic When I say it like that Yeah it it does I feel like maybe There's more to the story Maybe I need to Maybe you should tell me the rest Hey what happens in Atlantic City (laughs) Stays in Vegas I think that's how that works Sure So uh Well awesome So where can people find you Until next time They can find me at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe they can find me on twitter or instagram or of course on the bike at clip out crystal and someday the dread someday someday in the fall it's fall and you can find me <laughs> on twitter at roger Kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe and uh, you can find the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Join the group uh, and uh, you can find us on iTunes and rate and review us. And you can now find us on Spotify. So a whole a whole host of ways that you can listen to us. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep fiddling. Clip in, set yourself free.